I possibly can to try to come up with something. So we're going to talk a little bit about Money in the Bank because it was the premier live event that came and went and was actually pretty entertaining for a WWE show. I was quite happy with it. I did watch it. I watched it in its entirety. So I'm happy about it. This show lived up to non-expectations, I guess you could maybe say. Lots of people had doubts about this show, considering it's a WWE premiere live event or a pay-per-view, however you want to say it. Whatever you want to call it, I don't care. Call it whatever you want. But people believed that the only good matchup on this show was going to be the very first matchup that happened on this premiere live event. And to be honest with you, I thought the exact same thing. I thought for sure that the women's ladder match was going to be the only exciting thing on this show because finally we are going to get to see women money in the bank once again. It's always a good time when you can have multiple female superstars inside of that ring to showcase what they can do. And I think that they delivered. They definitely delivered in this matchup. So we had Raquel Rodriguez taking on Shotzi, taking on Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Becky Lynch, and Lacey Evans. This matchup actually went longer, thankfully, than I had expected it to. It went 16 minutes and 35 seconds. The winner of this match gets a women's championship contract to cash in at any time they want within the period of one full year lots of people had believed including me i hit a button there and totally took myself off of the screen nobody wants to see this ugly mug anyways it's all good but i believed that becky lynch was going to be taking this and i thought so because becky lynch is probably the biggest name that's inside of that matchup as well as she was on the promotional poster for this show Typically, that's what you would figure. Thankfully, it went a little bit differently, and we actually had Liv Morgan win the Money in the Bank contract. And I was super excited for this. I was very happy about it. I, I couldn't believe it. I was, I was actually shocked that this happened because I didn't believe that they were going to give it to Liv Morgan. Astrid, how are what are you doing watching my show right now? You Astrid needs to be watching NXT Great American Bash right now because at 10 p.m. tonight, right here on this channel of Love Wrestling CA on Twitch.tv, you're gonna be seeing Astrid and Ed as they go through and talk about this semi-pay-per-view, I guess you could say. It would be a semi-pay-per-view as it's being broadcast live out there for everyone to see. But it is the Great American Bash. <laughs> well, I appreciate that you can multitask, as Astrid says. I can multitask. I appreciate that you can do that. Thank you so much. And I know how excited Astrid was as well for the 
women to be showcased in such a way as they were on this premiere live event. We're talking money in the bank as Astrid, Bobby Munson, Chris Parrish, myself, and even Ed made an appearance as well on Sunday brunch that you can see here as well every Sunday on this channel, Love Wrestling CA over on Twitch. Astrid says that she was totally, totally excited for this. And I don't blame her because the women need to be showcased a little bit more. I've said that for years, even when uh, Corporate Joe and I were were on, we, we discussed that numerous times that the women need to be showcased. And they really gave hell inside this matchup. And I was very happy about that. Next matchup we had was for the WWE United States Championship in what I thought was going to be a squash match, but really turned out that there wasn't. And I was, I was fine with that. I was fine with that. This turned out to be 11 minutes and five seconds long where we had Bobby Lashley defeating Theory by submission. Astrid is saying three women's matches on the card. One, two, three that I'm seeing on the card. That's right. And card is always subject to change. And we will talk about that little change that actually did happen and come into being very shortly. In what fell short for me as a matchup, and unfortunately, it was a women's matchup, this one lasting seven minutes and 10 seconds. It was all around decent, but it it wasn't, wasn't what I had hoped it would be because I know that these two competitors are fantastic in the ring and that they both can go. As much as I am not a fan of one because of um, the character that is being played, they both can actually work. And we're looking at Bianca Belair and Carmella. So Mella was not money, unfortunately, at Money in the Bank as Bianca Belair defeated her by pinfall to retain the Raw Women's Championship. We had a tag team match for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships, meaning the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships have been combined. So now that's why they're called the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. We had the Usos, Jimmy and Jay Uso, taking on the Street Profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford. A couple of little scary uh, situations and scary spots happening within this matchup. Everything, thankfully, though, kind of came together and really made for a good matchup. A 23-minute matchup, the second longest on the card. And we had the Usos of the Bloodline retaining their championships to take them back over to well i guess they're 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 on both shows technically but they really deal a lot more over on smackdown as that is where the tribal chief roman reigns is as the leader of the bloodline you got to stick over there as much as you can this matchup here was was good for a tag team matchup I don't think that the tag teams really get enough focus on them. I don't think that there's really enough tag teams as well. It would be real nice if there were some more organic 
tag teams inside of the WWE and not just guys paired up and thrown together and uh, told to go out there and just make it work. Most of them usually do. And and two of those guys that I'm going to mention are, are Chad Gable and uh, Otis. Those guys have really taken what has been thrown at them and made it work, which has been fantastic to see. But I, I'm... I miss the days of like, you know, the Hart Foundation or the British Bulldogs or uh, Demolition, uh, you know, d- different tag teams like that where y- you really knew them as a tag team. You really didn't know them as singles competitors, even if they, uh, even the Steiners, the Steiner brothers, while they did go and do some stuff singles afterwards, they were really known for their tag team wrestling. I'm sure at some point we're going to get back to that as a whole within professional wrestling. And I hope the WWE gets back to that soon as well. We had another women's matchup. This one here is the third women's quote unquote third women's matchup of the night. Singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. 12 minutes and 30 seconds. Your champion, Ronda Rousey, defeating Natalia by submission. Now, if you had tuned in to Sunday Brunch, you kind of heard a little bit from all of us, I guess we could say, uh, on the use of Natalia. Natalia seems to be that that woman that really uh, is just kind of thrown in there as the next contender whenever somebody wins a championship because Natty will go out there and do the job. She'll do the work and she will make whoever it is that she's up against look like a million dollars. And I think that that's really all that this was yet again, which sucks. Although Natalia was able to beat down Ronda Rousey well enough and injure her to the point where she really wasn't able to to compete very much longer because of the sharpshooter, we had a surprise run-in. No, not the surprise run-in that you would have seen here before on Love Wrestling, but we had a surprise run-in and a championship change for over on SmackDown as Liv Morgan decided to make her way out to the ring, cash in her newly won just that night money in the bank briefcase contract and defeat Ronda Rousey. And what I'm seeing in a, in, in a lot of different places, a lot of different places is showing like 35 seconds. I don't believe that it was 35 seconds. I'm pretty sure that it was a little bit longer than that. Um, Liv Morgan defeating Ronda Rousey. And as Corporate Joe has come in here, he is saying uh, Liv made Ronda look like a chump. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, great assist to Natalia for that because really it was Natalia that did all of the work inside of this matchup to really have Liv Morgan come out there and just kind of pin her and win the matchup. 
Joe, good to see you. Thanks for coming in here. I really appreciate that. I know that Joe probably has not seen Monday Night Raw, but we're going to talk a little Monday Night Raw after this. Our final matchup of the night was the men's Money in the Bank ladder match for a world championship contract. 25 minutes and 25 seconds. Longest match of the night. We had Sheamus versus Seth Rollins versus Sami Zayn versus Riddle versus Theory versus Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, uh, there's a name in there that you mentioned that wasn't mentioned anywhere else prior to this show. And you're freaking right. And we're not talking about Seth freaking Rollins. We're talking about Theory. Joe, yes, I'm going to get to this this comment here real quick with Joe. Um, Joe is saying that uh, she saw or he saw lots of hate for Shotzi after that matchup. Um, rough to see. Yeah, you know what? It definitely is rough to see. Um, Shotzi has actually gone out and and addressed it as well. Um, it, it, it's live professional wrestling. Shit happens. It sucks, but shit happens. And there's really not much that you can do about it, especially when, when things are live. Um, yeah, Astrid, this is this is even worse. Astrid coming in saying, I feel so bad. She actually deactivated her Twitter account um, because of the hatefulness that has come from the toxicity of upset professional wrestling fans professional wrestling is not supposed to be about hate professional wrestling is about an escape an escape from reality to see larger than life superstars whether that's in the wwe or any other freaking company in the world it's an escape what makes you so entitled to be able to spew your bullshit for what? For what? I don't, I just don't get it. Joe says, yeah, she botched a lot, but she doesn't get to work that style enough. And they ask way too much from some of these girls or some of these women. And I, I agree with that, Joe. Um, they definitely do at times. They definitely do ask a lot of these competitors and th they're asking them. Okay. So now this is going to sound really bad on my part and I'm not meaning for it to sound bad. What I'm meaning is there is a difference between women wrestlers and male wrestlers. Not in a bad way. They both can wrestle. They both can do the work and everything is perfectly fine and good in that respect. But there's a difference between them. Y you see a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the male superstars and, and they've got that look and that aura. And, and I'm going to go back years to, to what people may, may even remember. We're talking names like Hulk Hogan, the ultimate warrior. Macho Man Randy Savage, huge, built, muscular men that, in comparison to the female stars, 
are just not on the same level. The female stars have their own look, their own styles, and their own greatness to them. When I think of a female professional wrestler, I'm thinking Trish Stratus, Lita, Molly Holly, Mickey James, Velvet Sky, Angelina Love. They are not these huge muscular women. And not that they're petite and 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 very like fragile and breakable either, because they sure as fucking are not. Pardon my language. I just broke my own rules here of using the F word. They're different. And to expect that the women are to do the same thing that the men are doing, I think is just unfair. Because you're only setting up for failure at that point. The women are able to showcase and shine in different ways than the men are. And I think that they need to build on that instead of continuing to try to have them do exactly the same thing as the men. Yeah, Joe says it says it here. He says they set these women up for failure by asking them to try and do stuff that they can't pull off safely. And I and and I totally understand where you're coming from. I definitely do. It's it's a different breed. And and and, and I know that that that's that that sounds very sexist and it's it's not meant to be that way at all. I believe that the women, if, if they are capable of doing it, great, then let them do it. If they want to do it, let them do it, right? I mean, but to force them into doing things just for the sake of equality, I don't agree with. I hope that kind of clears up a little bit. I, 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 I kind of went on a little bit of a rant there and, and, dropped an F-bomb that I don't normally do, and on this show, at least. Anyways, you want to see me drop F-bombs? <laughs> Check out Between Two Beards whenever I'm on there. Uh, Joe says, to those who uh, who want to send me hate mail, you know where to find me, LOL, but I stand by my opinion. Yeah, I mean... I. I, I will put it out there as well. Anybody wants to send me hate mail, go ahead. No skin off my back. I, I, I'm, I'm fine with it because we all have different opinions and I, I can be respectful enough to listen to your opinion. Doesn't mean I have to respond to it. Doesn't mean I have to let it affect me, but I'm not the same caliber as a Shotzi. I'm not. So I can only imagine what Shotzi has gone through and what she is going through with the hate that she's been receiving. I doubt that any time in my career as a podcaster, journalist, broadcaster, whatever, that I will ever 
get that amount of notoriety to be given such hate. So again, I can only imagine what she must be going through. And honestly, my heart goes out to her because nobody deserves that. Honestly, how do we know that she's not dealing with something right now? Beyond what we know, beyond what the dirt sheets tell you. We don't. Do you know if she's feeling well? Do you know if someone in her family is dying? Do you know if her best friend was just talked out of suicide by Shotzi? You don't know. The hate towards these people really needs to stop. It just needs to stop. And I hope that at some point we can all understand that. Joe says, I love women's wrestling when it's done right. And Joe, you know I love you. Everybody's vision of right can be different. Your right could be different than my right. But... If you're seeing your right and you're enjoying it, that's what matters. Those fans should be ashamed of themselves, Joe. You're right. They should be. We're going to move on from this. We're going to talk about this last matchup that happened the men's money in the bank for a world championship. That's how it's written down here on this site that I'm looking at. Um, what is it? The undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. I believe that's what it's called. I could be wrong. That's a huge mouthful. And um, yeah. Uh, I just had a mouthful of my non-sponsored Dr. Pepper from my amazing Stone Cold Steve Austin mug that my 17-year-old got me for Father's Day. Thank you, Wyatt. Love you. I love this cop. That was a beautiful gift. Men's money in the bank matchup. Theory was added to this matchup last minute. Which some people really expected. They did. Um, after he lost the match uh, against Lashley and lost the United States Championship, many people felt that he was going to be added into this matchup because right now he's the poster boy. He's the big, he's the, he's the next big thing. He's the chosen one. Unlike drew McIntyre, he's the chosen one by Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And of course they're going to continue to push him a great money in the bank matchup for me until the end. I really wanted to see Riddle take this. I thought it was time for Riddle to take this and, and to, to kind of move on a little bit, at least for the time being, while um, Randy Orton is out and, and healing. But instead, we got the winner of the Money in the Bank ladder match for the men's side, Theory.
That was a pen drop, not a mic drop. I Okay, so the WWE is doing a very good job at making people hate theory. I can be very impartial at times. Usually most of the time. Being somebody who's been in the business, has worked in the ring, has helped run promotions, has booked, has uh, done commentary, has done writing. I've done a little bit. I've had my hand in in a little bit of everything when it comes to professional wrestling. And generally, I can sit there and go, yeah, I get I get the character. Awesome. I, 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 I don't have to like it, but good worker. I do enjoy the work that I'm seeing. I can be very impartial about things. But at this point, I freaking hate theory. The entire character. And I'm hoping that that's not how he is in real life. <laughs> I really hope that that is not how he is in real life. I know that a lot of people, you, you get somebody like Chris Jericho, who when you see Chris Jericho, that's pretty much Chris Jericho just amped up, turned up to 11, as the kids say, or used to say. I was kids. Yeah. I digress. So I hope that this isn't actually just um, real theory amped up to 11. Joe coming in saying Riddle is the perfect guy to run with as the face of the company. He's clearly over and they should latch on to that. I agree with that. And that is the one of the reasons why I thought that there or thought that Riddle was going to win this because I think that he is perfect to be able to be the face of the company for a little bit, for a time being. I think it's perfect. Unfortunately, we did not get that. Instead, we got Theory. And of course, we got Theory to close out the show, taking his cell phone, holding his cell phone up, taking those selfies with the briefcase to end out the show. We're not ending out this show just yet, but what we are going to do is uh, listen to a few things from our sponsors. So we're going to be right back. Support for Turnbuckle Talk as heard on Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world? Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Love Wrestling at Manscaped.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand. The wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. 
passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. The official Turnbuckle Studio shop is open. Official merchandise from all the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios. Carl Carafel unboxes. The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. Miscellaneous products that you can only find here. Beats and Beat Downs, and Turnbuckle Talk. Find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafel.redbubble.com. That's right. Those are our sponsors and the official Turnbuckle Studios shop. While you're at Collar and Elbow Brand, please make sure that you are using the promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout and save yourself 10% off your entire purchase over there. They have just released a few new shirts over there as well. You're going to want to go and check that out and make that purchase. Joe says, I know people are calling Theory the next John Cena, but I just don't see that all from him. I don't see that at all from him. Okay. I don't either. Uh, You know what I'm seeing from Theory right now? I am seeing a Sammy Guevara with a cell phone. We all like to hate Sammy Guevara. We all like to hate Theory. I'm seeing the two of these guys are on the very same level. And I don't see either one of them on the level of John Cena. Would it be cool? Sure, it definitely would be cool. If we did get another like John Cena but I don't think that we're going to get that out of theory. We're going to stick and talk with theory for a few minutes here, because I want to talk a little bit about uh, some stuff that happened on Monday night raw. Now I will tell everybody that I did not watch Monday night raw in its entirety because I had to go to sleep because I had worked for seven o'clock this morning. So I was up at about five 30 to get myself ready for the day. We saw Theory come out while Bobby Lashley is in the ring, giving a a fantastic promo inside the ring, really uh, thanking everybody. And it was July 4th. It was Independence Day for uh, the United States of America. So the United States champion out there, uh, even Bobby Lashley, somebody who was part of the military how perfect and how fitting to have somebody like that address the crowd. About three quarters of the way through, I would say, of the Bobby Lashley promo going on, theory comes out. 
Now, theory does the typical, hey, uh, you know, we're going to meet each other again, and that's going to happen SummerSlam, because I get my rematch. There's a rematch clause, and I get my rematch. Cool. Awesome. So we're going to see Bobby Lashley versus Theory at SummerSlam. And I'm okay with that because it, it, it's it, it's in the contract. It's there. And it's something, even if it's not written in the contract anymore, okay, even if it's not written there, it's what everybody's used to. And that's what happens. There's a rematch. It always happens. But what I didn't like was what came out of his mouth next. So we've got him in the ring. He's talking about, hey, I'm going to have my rematch. It's going to be at SummerSlam. Then he talks about how he's going to win back his United States Championship. That's another thing that really irks me. I get, I get the pride of having the championship, but it's not your championship. But I get it. I, I, I get why people say that. I get it. Because I, I used to say it too. I used to say my Canadian heavyweight championship or my, uh, you know, junior heavyweight championship. But it's not mine. Uh, <laughs> Joe. Oh. Do they have to invoke their rematch clause every friggin' time? So predictable. While it may be predictable... It is something that is there. So, of course, they're going to use it. I I would use it. Being somebody who is, who is in the ring, who is part of the business for a while, who for like a decade, I worked inside of that ring. And anytime that I had a rematch clause available, I freaking used it because you get paid more when you're a champion. What I didn't like about this entire thing is that Theory then decides to say that he is walking out of SummerSlam a dual champion. Yes, that's right. Theory, the man who just won Money in the Bank, has now told everybody that not only does he have his rematch and going to win the United States Championship, but he's going to cash in his money in the bank contract on whoever wins, whether it is Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar, and leave as a dual champion. If this shit actually happens, I think we're going to see Theory squander that contract away. I honestly can't see them taking the championship off of Roman Reigns anytime soon. So spoiler alert, I'm predicting that Roman Reigns wins that matchup against Brock Lesnar. And I don't think that there is a way on God's green earth that they're going to have theory, take that championship off of Roman Reigns. Joe coming in with a with a with a, a very intelligent comment here saying if you lose in decisive fashion you shouldn't be given the rematch option 
they should make you earn it again first. But hey, that's just me. I I think that that is it is a a very intelligent statement to have made. And I think that that, that it's one that really should be um maybe focused on a little bit more. We kind of see kind of see that in in other companies and I'm not mentioning companies, but we see that in in some other companies where if you're the champion and you lose in a decisive manner that you have to start over again and work your way back up. And I think that that's exactly how it should be. Unlike the tag team championship match that happened at Money in the Bank, where there was a shoulder that was clearly off of the mat. So it'll be interesting to see how many more matches we're going to get of the Usos and the Street Profits in this feud and I'm, I'm enjoying this feud. I, I'm, I'm happy with it and, and I'm glad that it's actually going to continue. I am. <laughs> Joe says, after saying that WWE just wished me the best in my future endeavors, LOL. I don't know. Sometimes my comments on here make me feel the same way. Like uh, Spencer is going to be messaging me on our uh, uh, private messaging program and saying, I wish you the best in your future endeavors, but we have to let you go. <laughs> uh, if he ha- if he hasn't fired me yet, I don't know if there's anything that I could really do that would get me fired because I've done a lot of different crazy shit. The last thing that kind of irks me a little bit about Monday Night Raw, and I get why they did it, and I understand, but I just think that it would have been better done on a different program. So we just had Liv Morgan cash in last night, or Sunday, Saturday night, sorry, Saturday night. So two nights ago, Saturday night, cashed in. And she's now on Monday Night Raw with her SmackDown championship. Giving this amazing, heartfelt promo inside the ring. While I understand the reasoning why I get it. It's the first show after she won, after her big win. They allowed her to go out there and just kind of show her true emotions. I think it should have been saved and better suited for SmackDown as she is the SmackDown champion after all. I a lost opportunity to have my excitement at least my excitement continue to build for what are the first words that Liv Morgan is going to have for all of us after her championship win I was really hoping that it would have been on SmackDown 
but it was not. I'm very happy for Liv Morgan. She has, just like Shawn Michaels, boyhood dream with Shawn Michaels. This was the girlhood dream of Liv Morgan to one day be part of the WWE and win the championship. And I'm glad that it has finally happened. I have been pushing. If you follow me on my personal Twitter page at K Carafel, you will see that I have actually pushed numerous times for those cowards just to put the belt on live. And they finally have. I'm very excited to see what happens from here. I'm hoping that this has not just been a squandered opportunity to have the crowd excited because the crowd damn sure was excited when Liv won Money in the Bank. When she came out and cashed in, the excitement was electric. I hope that's not copywritten by Michael Cole. Um... I wish that they would have allowed her to hold on to it a little bit longer. It seems as though the women with the money in the bank contract, they seem to cash it in pretty quickly. I don't know the reasoning for that. I wish I did. But they had her cash it in right away. So now if you have her cash it in right away just for her to now lose the championship in one, two, or three weeks' time, then I think that you have squandered the entire women's money in the bank match itself. Because what was it even for then? It was for absolutely nothing. Because a one- to four-week run with the championship isn't enough. Now, do I feel that Liv Morgan is going to be a champion of longevity as of right now? No. But I can see Liv Morgan holding on to this championship for about three months, losing the championship, and then building back up again, taking another four or five months to then regain the championship, and then hold it for a long period of time. If I were booking things, that's how I would do it. Because I know as a fan of Liv Morgan, that if she holds this championship for three months, I will be super excited. And then if she all of a sudden loses it, I'm not going to be as upset as if she loses it immediately. Because she will have shown and proven to the masses to the WWE universe and to the heads of the conglomerate that she has what it takes to be that champion. Give us a little taste. It's like going into the ice cream shop where they've got 60 different flavors and they let you sample the top five that you were looking at taking home with you. Give me that three months with Liv Morgan to give me that taste of what they can do, of what she can do as a champion. And then let me think on it for a bit 
before I make my final decision of which flavor to take home. And right now my flavor is live. And then allow me to take that home and have her as a champion for a year's time. Joe, I'm afraid of this as well. Joe says, I'm scared they have Rhonda take it right back from her. I'm afraid of that as well. And I really hope that they don't. Not right away. Like I said, give me three months. And then I will be happy. As I said at the beginning of this program, I got nothing. I just kind of, I have been super busy. I have been working 12-hour shifts. I have had lots going on in my personal life, in my professional life, and even in my broadcasting life as well, that I really didn't have a lot of time to scour the internet to find even better content to talk about. And for that, I apologize. I'm sorry that I did not bring you the greatest stuff that I possibly could. But I brought you what I could, and I hope, I hope that you were entertained. Thank you so much for joining me. Follow me on my socials for the show at TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as you see up there. Follow my personal Twitter account, as you see down there. K Carafel at K Carafel is how you're going to follow me. And make sure that you're following everything having to do with Love Wrestling. The easiest way for you to do that is to go to lovewrestling.ca in your browser and then you will be able to find up at the top all the links to the socials available over there we have hit some great milestones and we continue to reach even bigger heights so please make sure that you are going and subscribing to all of those especially if you want to see some great professional wrestling happening from edmonton alberta canada with love pro wrestling that is happening out there you're not going to want to miss any of that. And especially all of the different shows that are on there as well. The YouTube channel has a ton of shows on there. One of the best out there has been Astrid Asks, where it's an interview program where my good friend Astrid interviews someone. And one of the best episodes that I have seen is the one of her interviewing Ella J. Go and make sure you check that one out and let's help get Astrid up to a thousand views on that. I think she's sitting just over 600 right now. Let's get her up to a thousand over there. You heard the sponsors. Manscaped.com. Use that promo code love wrestling for 20% off plus free worldwide shipping. Collarandelbowbrand.com. Founded by my good friend, Al Snow. That's right. The professional wrestler al snow go and check out collar and elbow brand.com as well i'm always wearing the hat use that promo code jk podcast and get 10 percent off your entire purchase and if you're looking for some sweet turnbuckle talk shirts and merchandise check out carl what is it now 
Redbubble. Oh, my goodness. You guys heard it earlier. My word. What is it here? The official Turnbuckle Studio shop is open. Official merchandise from all the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios. Carl Carafel unboxes. The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. Miscellaneous products that you can only find here. Beats and Beat Downs. And Turnbuckle Talk. Find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafel.redbubble.com. And there you go, carlcarafel.redbubble.com. I can't believe that I completely forgot that, but it has been a shit show of a week. Thank you again so much for joining me, whether you joined me live and interacted with me on this program, or if you were listening back to this or watching this back at a later date. Thank you so much. Be sure to leave your comments anywhere that you are seeing this or listening to this as well. They're always appreciated. Thank you so much. Remember, everybody, this world, this world's a scary place. Just take care of each other.